Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Signs from the Other Side with Fern Rone. I'm Fern Rone, and this is the place to share stories of signs and messages received from the other side. This year, I am doing IGTV episodes with friends, family, fellow authors, and podcasters. But I'm dedicating this podcast, the audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio to 9-11 families. On this 20th anniversary year, I am reserving this space for anyone in the 9-11 community who would like to share their story of signs. Thank you so much for listening. This episode, I am so grateful to Francesca DeVito for sharing her stories of signs from her dad, Port Authority Police Lieutenant Robert Seary. Lieutenant Siri has been coming through to Francesca in so many ways over the years, especially through numbers and in other ways that show his one-of-a-kind personality. Hi, Francesca. Hi, how are you? I'm good, and I'm so excited to talk to you. So we actually connected because I interviewed your friend, Tilly. She is lovely, and her stories were amazing. And then you commented, and then we started chatting and come to find out that I'm from Belleville, New Jersey, and you're from Netley, New Jersey. Of We're neighbors and didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> of all the, the places in America to grow up, when I read that, Nutley, I got chills. And then, of course, I called my mother and she called my aunt and my aunt's like, ask her if she remembers Mrs. Rizzo from the office at Lincoln School. <laughs> And you know what? After going through yearbooks, I was like, I do, I do remember her. And I called my girlfriend. I was like, Is Miss Rizzo this one? And I described what I remembered as a kid. And she's like, Yes, that's her. I was like, No, wait, wait till I tell you. And it, everyone's like, you, We probably have the whole county talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a crazy coincidence because I live in LA now, and you live in Florida. Like, yeah, that we would connect and have this connection is amazing. And for people listening, Belleville and Nutley are like basically. They're just, they're connected. Like every, you know, Thanksgiving football game for the past however many years, it's Belleville Nutley. Like they are sister we're cities, rivals, like no others. Yes. We're, but we're unified to it. It's very, it's it's weird. It's very weird. <laughs> it really is. It really is. But I'm just so excited to talk to you and learning about your dad. I mean, his personality, I feel like just having corresponded with you, I feel like it really comes through and your personality I watch your stories and you make me laugh so hard. I think you are a riot and everything I hear about him, he just sounds like a like he's he was just his personality is so funny. Like for instance, mm-hmm. I know I know he was a cop and he used to drive around town playing the theme song to cops and which yeah. is so funny. Like he's just a, a pisser and you're a pisser and I know he's not biologically your father. But you are his daughter. I, I get that a saying lot. It. And, yeah. and it's funny because people that run into me, they're like, are you Bobby's daughter? You look like him. I was like, is it the double chin? They're like, oh, my <laughs> gosh, it's the personality, too. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. So he, how old were you when you met him? My mother and him uh, met. Actually, my mom was an ER nurse, and he was a police officer and a paramedic. And um, he brought her a drunk 
into her ER. And from there on, I was three years old when I met him. And he raised me and my sister since I was three. Aww. And and September 11th, you were 13. Yes, I was 13. So his personality was just so big. Yes. He was very sarcastic. He had very dark humor. But I feel like as a first responder, when you're in law enforcement and a paramedic, you have to have some type of dark humor to get through Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Um, And yes, that has been passed down. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember their wedding? I do. It was in 1999. Their reception was in Belleville at the Chandelier. Um, That's where my junior prom was. (laughs) Yes, the small world. And um, my parents pinched pennies to have their wedding because we're a blended family. And um, it both was their second marriage. And their wedding was beautifully uh, New Jersey. We'll just put it that way. Where no dresses matched, but we dyed them all pink. Like it just, you know, they did what they could with such a big family. But I remember it. We had family come over. My mom's Irish and Scottish and they came over. And my dad is Italian American. He's first generation um, born in America. And um, he's the only child. And so it was his parents and a bunch of cousins that everyone kind of met that day. That goes typically in Italian. (laughs) So So you recently bought a house and you were holding your arms out in a picture. You didn't even realize you did it. You held your arms out. Like it was such a joy. Like you could just see the joy. You could feel it. And then you found a picture of him doing the exact same thing, holding his hands out in such like a, like, fun joyous pose yes I love that because that was one of the signs from him that I was going to talk about with you because you know when we bought this house we we scraped pennies just like my mom and him and we're a blended family too it's like history repeating itself Mm -hmm. and I said to him you know daddy I miss you so much and we were going to move back to Jersey and I was like, but I don't feel like it's home anymore up there. Like, mm-hmm. help me find a home that reminds me up north because these houses in Florida are all cookie cutter. They're all cement because of hurricanes, you know, you mm-hmm. can't have dream homes. Well, lo and behold, the house that we found is an original 1985 wood frame cottage that survived Hurricane Andrew, Hurricane Irma, like all the worst storms that yeah. Florida has had and it's still standing and I was like this is it this is the home and then when you found that picture like because you, you I know you were thinking like send me a sign that this is the one like or, or you wanted him like in the process with you like I was like I wish you were here because it's funny me and Johnny were talking my childhood home in Nutley my dad forced us all to build a pool we said we want a pool he goes great you're gonna build it like we <laughs> never had anything handed to us he made us work mm. And I, I regret ever asking for a pool. But the funny thing is, this house has a pool. And I said to him, haha, I didn't have to build it. Lo and behold, <laughs> we have an attached jacuzzi. It doesn't work. So that was his haha to you. You still got to work uh-huh. for that pool. Like, that was like, you know, that was another sign. So it's uh-huh. like, he's everywhere. No matter, no matter how much sometimes it's like relentless just like he was when he was here. He's still relentless in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't stop busting your balls. When did Mm-mm, you find not, that? Not at all. 
<laughs> when did you find that picture of him making the exact same pose you were? Really found it the day of the photo shoot. Yes, right? Like yes. of all the photos you have of him, like you came across that one that, that one. day and he's like, I'm with you with this house. And my sister had it on her Instagram. And I was like, no way. Hold oh, on. Funny. And I, you know, I looked and I was like, Johnny, come here. Look at this. My husband's Johnny. And he's like, this is, this is getting too much. Like, this is like getting too much. <laughs> Do you remember the first sign you got from him? I was in my room and we grew up in a very strict Catholic home. And we went to Holy family church in Notley, mm -hmm. like everyone in Belleville mm -hmm. and Notley do. <laughs> and I said, you know, I was struggling with my faith. I'm a Christian. And I was like, you know, how could you allow something so horrible to happen? God, like, I'm so angry with you. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, I have a lot of guilt because I was a teenager and teenagers have mouths. I have a 14 years old myself now. And <laughs> I said, my last words to my dad were, I hate you. Because mm -hmm. he grounded me because I wasn't mm -hmm. doing my schoolwork mm -hmm. and I was failing. I failed the seventh grade and it was like torture to get me into eighth grade. He flat out said I had to work overtime because I paid your teacher to get you to eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> like he always was sarcastic. But I was so angry with him and he passed mm -hmm. away the next day. And I don't really talk about mm -hmm. it. I don't know why I'm bringing it up, but I, I you know. It's okay. Yeah. You should feel no shame for that. And he knows that you don't hate him. Yeah, you know, you, I know you know that. I know now. And, you know, I was sitting in my room and I was like, just give me a sign that you're okay. Like, I know you're gone. There's no way mm. you survive that. And roses just showed up out of nowhere. This is September. Roses don't bloom in September. Mm. And we were, I was just finding roses everywhere, like going to school, there was a rose bush that I'd, maybe it was there the whole time, but I never noticed walking down to what was Franklin Middle School. It's just like everything. And then some lady came up to me and goes, I don't mean to scare you. I don't know what your beliefs are. But she said, your father wants you to know that roses is his way to say he loves you. <gasps> And I got goosebumps. Like, you know, you're a kid. You're like, what are you talking about? Like, you're crazy. But now, like, I see little roses here and there. Yeah. And it just brings me peace. Oh, what's so interesting is that she didn't say that. And then you saw the roses. You saw the roses. And then she said it. Like, you were, like, you were saying to yourself, like, you know, why am I seeing roses? Like, could this be a sign from him? And then she validated it is amazing. So do you have roses in your new house? <laughs> Anywhere? I don't. I don't, but <laughs> I have sunflowers, which is another sign. But that's from my, my mother-in-law. She passed away Aww. and she was obsessed with sunflowers. I got a broken pool as my sign. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so fitting of his personality. Mm-hmm. And then over the years, have roses popped up in certain places that you remember? There was a 9-11 anniversary. I want to say it was 2004. It was Nutley's 2004 memorial. And they had gotten a piece of steel of the World Trade Center donated from Port Authority. Mm. And they put down the three people from Nutley that died. They were all putting flowers down. Everyone had like daisies and sunflowers because it's fall. Mm. And... I was handed a rose by someone 
didn't see who gave it to me, but it was in the star ledger, the picture of me, little girl, 15 years old, I believe it was like 15 at that point, um, putting the rose down on the, on mm-hmm. the steel beam. And that was the wow. shot in the newspaper. And I was like, where did I get this rose from? And you could right. see in my face, I was like, where did this rose come from? Who was that? Because I never right. saw the man again that gave it to me. When I look at the time, it's always either 9-11 or mm-hmm. his birthday. And that's like how I know it's him because yeah. it's always numbers, always yeah. numbers with him. I think the most craziest sign was when I had my kids, all of their birthdays or times of birth have to do with September 11th. Oh, wow. I do not. So my dad was one of the 37 mm-hmm. Port Authority police officers. He was a police lieutenant and he was found in February of 2002. February 9th. Mm-hmm. Found out was pregnant with my firstborn, February 9th. <gasps> and I, I was a teen mom, and I was like, oh, God, are you going to kill me? <laughs> and it just was like, you know, it wasn't easy. <laughs> but I know he sent me my son mm-hmm. because yes. he just, it was in a, in a time of my life where I really needed to be grounded Ironically, mm-hmm. he grounded me before he died, yeah, but like yeah. grounded and put down roots and stopped being uh-huh. a wild child. Mm-hmm. And I had my son. My water broke on September 11th. <gasps> so you they found were- out you were pregnant on 2-9 and yes. your water broke on 9-11. My son was born October 7th. 37 follows me everywhere. My middle daughter, December 3rd. 37 is everywhere. My two younger ones. My daughter, Lucy, her, um, <laughs> my water broke with her on 9-11 too. <gasps> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And then my son, my youngest baby, his time of birth is what the time of death was for my dad on his death certificate. Oh, wow. And it just, I feel like my dad always turns the negative into positives. And yeah. it's like September 11th is not going to be sad for you. It's going to be full of crazy, just yeah. like our family always was. <laughs> but like funny that you can look back and it's like everything has to be about you, right? Like, <laughs> so I look back at that and it's just, he gives me signs with little things. Like his birthday, me and Johnny got married on just so it was a happier day. And I had a dream about it. Like, is this okay to do? And he's like, who doesn't love cake? I love oh. cake. And August 31st is 831, yeah. which means I love you. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah, eight words. No, yeah, eight letters, three words, one meaning. That's what they say, 831. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, it always when it comes up his birthday, you know, like it can be a sad day. And he came to you in a dream. And I was like, is this okay? And then another picture of him, one of his last birthdays with us, was him with a stupid little party hat, <laughs> like a child's party hat, eating cake. And ironically, we didn't even have wedding cake. We had caramel <laughs> and cannolis, and oh, we nice. went to a pizzeria for our reception. Oh, like, I love We didn't it. even have an all, all-out party. Like, we were pinching pennies like him and my mom, and mm-hmm. we just, we went. I I went to the Justice of the Peace down here in Florida, and we went to the pizzeria that I had my third date with my husband at, and there's number three, always popping up, three and seven, always yeah. everywhere. He made himself known in all four kids. So, like, so he was in um, 
Port Authority Police Department, there were 37 PAPD. So one child's born the third, one child's born on the seventh. He's he's like, I got them covered. And then the other... There's birthdays, there are times of birth. My, my little one was the time of death on his certificate. My other one was the time of when they basically called my mom to say he was missing. And wow. it's like, you know, it sounds morbid, but I see it as... These yeah. times are never going to be sad again for you. They're, yeah. These are happy, yes, happy exactly. times now, and that's what you have to turn it into. Exactly. That's exactly it. And like, so he was recovered on 2902, but to find out you were pregnant on 29, he's like, okay. don't think of this date as death. Think of this date as new life. Yep. It's, it's so, oh, it's perfect. He's good. He's good, Bobby. <laughs> mm-hmm, he is. So I had a family emergency. I had to go up to Orlando to be with a family member who has to have unexpected surgery. And I said the night before my drive, because I live a good four hours from Orlando. It's not like a, a around the corner. It's a trip. Mm. And I sat there and I said, just give me a sign that everything is okay, that, there, that you're going to be with him, that you're going to be with us, and that everything's going to go smooth. Well... Mm. After I did the pre-op appointment with my family member, I went to Popeye's. Go figure, Mm. not the classiest establishment, (laughs) but it was on the road. My ticket number for my order was 911. And the total for my food was 859. 859 is the time that Port Authority called the evacuation of World Trade Center. Wow. Yeah, I'm getting goosebumps talking yeah, about it right now. Yeah, it's so amazing. How, like, of all of the tickets, like, to to line it up so perfectly that you would have to, like, leave the appointment at a certain time, get in the car at a certain time, order at a certain time, for yours to be 9-11, like, it's just, it's perfect. He was, yeah. he, what a sign. And then, yeah, yeah, the 859, wow, he is, it is so numbers with you. Mm-hmm. I, I've, Always. Always. Wow. And when I Amazing. asked him if Johnny was the one for me, I was like, you got to give me a sign. You got to give me a sign. Because this guy, what is the chances I meet my husband taking our police exams in Jersey? We <laughs> both we both end up moving to Florida, applying to the same police department. I was like, oh, God, it's you. Because I met my <laughs> husband in a not nice way. He didn't have a pencil for the exam. And I said, how are you going to be a cop when you can't even take the exam? <laughs> never gave me my pencil back <laughs> both moved to Florida both were divorced were our, each other's second marriage and I, I was like it's you he goes yay you're the nasty one with the attitude that gave me a pencil I was like look at that you didn't even become a cop up there still never got that pencil but I said what is the sign that this man is for me like what is the sign and my husband's birthday is the day we had my dad's funeral before Amazing. we had his body. Right. Of all of the days, he's telling you his birthday and like, wow. Yeah. It is like, always oh. numbers with Bob. Bob's And good. it's always the morbid days, but he yeah, turns it into like it's no longer going to be sad. And yes. I, say, I say it's like he's saying we've cried enough tears. Mm-hmm. We've cried enough tears and it's okay to still miss him. But he's like pulling at us like, I never left. Hello. Like, yeah. Well, he really made every like every day that you associate with him. Mm-hmm. He made 
better like a, a day to yeah a day to also remember a happy thing what are you going to tell your kids about him well I know you have a you have a 14 year old does he yeah. ask so my kids all talk about him and he, we talk like he never left mm-hmm. and you know my kids range from Mason's about to be 14 but I just say 14 because it's already mm-hmm. almost here yeah so 14 to seven months so big age gap, but, yeah. you know, we all talk about him. And Mason, my oldest, he just talks like he knows him. And he's like, mm. it's, I miss him, but I never met him. And I was like, but that's normal too. Yeah. And we just, you know, my middle daughter, she's about to be nine. And she actually had to learn about 9-11 in school this year for the first time. She got up. Now, mind you, we're in the middle of nowhere in Florida. Mm-hmm. So not many people are like 9-11 mm-hmm. connected like up north. Right. And she goes, my grandpa died at the World Trade Center. He was a police officer. And everyone's like, oh, she goes, no, but it's okay. Because he died saving a lady and they found him with her. So he didn't die bad. He did good. All the bad <sighs> that happened that day, he took it away. He made it like a good day. Because oh. he got, he tried to get her out. And it's like, oh, my heart. Like, you know, yes. like my daughter, my son, they all talk with so much pride as if they, they go over his house every weekend. He sent them to me. He, yeah. you know, he's with them. And the way she said all of that, like, she really yes. gets it. She does. She really wow. does. My youngest daughter, she is two, and she mm-hmm. is on autism spectrum. Mm-hmm. And she sits there and talks about him. My grandpa in heaven, my grandpa in heaven. Now, mind you, we don't speak Italian. My husband Mm -hmm. does, but we don't speak it in the house. The kids, we haven't taught it to her. And she was nonverbal for a very long time. She did sign language. And one of her first, like, words were, my nono in heaven. And we're like, where did you learn that word? I know he's Oh, yes. Yeah, and Mason, my oldest, has high-functioning autism, too. And it's funny because back when Mason was five, he was still nonverbal. I got on path train because we were going to the Beacon Hotel, uh, the Beacon Theater mm-hmm. to see a little Yo Gabba Gabba was the show, like, <laughs> back in the day. And it was a live performance. And this is before I knew he was autistic. They just told me. He just has a speech delay. Well, we ended up having to leave the show because it was too much for him. We get on the train. I'm not paying attention to the stops. And I don't go to the World Trade Center. You mm-hmm. couldn't pay me. It's too yeah. much. Yeah. And where does my train stop? The World Trade Center. Mm. And I'm freaking out. Mason, who isn't really verbal at that time, goes, it's okay. It's grandpa. Grandpa went to the castle in the sky here. And I tell you. My kids come out with the most random things, and I don't really cry, but it, it's good tears. It just, yes, you know, it gives yes, me so much validation. peace. It gives yes. me so much peace. Like, he's, yeah. he's not physically here. He's still here, though. Absolutely. Wow. It's so interesting that, so he's five. He's, he's not, you know, like, you know, you've been around five-year-olds. You can have conversations with them. He's, so he's not conversing. But for him to come out with that, so... um clearly and so poignantly wow and then your daughter to say no no like I know your husband's Italian but like but we don't talk right and like you'd call like you probably call his parents like grandma and grandpa 
So for her to say that, or even if you did call his parents, no, no, and no, no. just say grandma, grandpa, but yeah. his parents have passed too. So it's like, oh. you know, my <gasps> husband's an orphan. So it's like, you know, we don't, we just say yeah. grandma, grandpa. Yeah. And yeah. she came out with oh. no, no. And I was like, oh. there's no way. And it's amazing too. Kids are so open and so receptive to, um, mm-hmm. you know, to to things. And then we get older, we have our guard up, and we can't receive as much. And wow, he's teaching her Italian. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I just hope he doesn't teach her the bad words. The bad Don't words. teach her the bad words. <laughs> Don't teach her the bad words. I know you're listening. It's all about you. You're here. Don't teach her the bad words. <laughs> <laughs> You had said that a lot of people after 9-11 had kind of like their electric, was it, is it like lightning or yes. electric, like signs? So it's something with electric. A lot of 9-11 widows. It's so funny. <laughs> this is how, another thing too. 9-11 widows that were like friends with my mom were saying, my light bulbs keep bol- like blowing out. And it's not just like dying. It's like they burst inside, but the actual glass doesn't burst. And it was happen. It still happens to my mom, and she moved to Florida too. But she has those big cathedral ceilings that you can't just change the light bulb. Right. So it's like he busts her chops. Like he'll pull the bulbs, knowing that she's got to go get a handyman. Like she, she can't reach it. She's five two. She's too small. So even with the ladder. So That's she so gets her light bulbs blown out all the time. And it's funny because my dad did ham radios, and yeah. he wired. He wired the antennas in our house through the basement. And again, I always was horrible at school, but I always paid attention in science and history. And I said, I don't think this is a good idea to run copper through the house underneath our pool. He goes, be quiet. You're failing class. Well, (laughs) after he passed away, our house got struck by lightning. Not once, not twice, but four times and it was me that reminded the electrician hey my dad did some digging down there (laughs) and and there was exposed copper wire in the ground my house was always losing power and it's because of that but it's even here too in my new house the pool doesn't work but two of my light bulbs are gone already we just moved in Oh my God. It's like, give me a break because they're like those special bulbs too. It's not like you could just go. They're like the 1980s track lights that we have. I'm going to have to go to Home Depot. Like I found a historical item because it's 2021 and they're going to look at me like, lady, just got a new light fixture. (laughs) (laughs) My porch light isn't working. And right before I called you, my fuse blew for my porch (gasps) fan. Oh my yeah. God, that's so funny. You knew we were going to talk about this. That is crazy that they all experienced that and that he's still mm-hmm. busting your chops. Yes. When I had open heart surgery in 2014, my last one, I, I had multiple dreams. I always have dreams with my dad and we're always in a garden. And oh. I had complications during my heart surgery. Surgery was only supposed to be four hours. It lasted like around 10 because my lungs collapsed oh and they God. did um, a pulmonary valve transplant. Um, and I, it's because I was born with heart defects. So it's, there's no cure. You're just always going to need surgeries throughout life. But everything I've ever said to my dad at the cemetery or in private, he had a conversation with me about when, 
when I, I swear I died. They they mm-hmm. just won't tell me, so I guess my family can't sue the hospital because <laughs> like, I'm still here. Um, but we have a good chunk of land now in our new house, and Johnny just cut the grass today, and I'm looking at the back part of my lot, and it's legitimately identical to where I've been talking to my dad and my dream. <gasps> yeah. How amazing. How amazing. You were meant to be there. He yeah. got you that house. Yeah. Wow. And it's and it's amazing that he knew that you know like we always say like a a dream kind of has an underwater feeling but when it's a visit it feels real and it feels like oh, he's yeah. real and they were visits and that he was talking to you about the things that you you needed to know that he knew it sounds mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah like those conversations you can only have with your dad but like it's not like I could pick up a phone and call him mm-hmm. it's those kind of conversations. And yeah. it's always when I need them. And I'm a firm believer that they're not dreams. They're oh, visits. yeah. Absolutely. And I think they come to you in your sleep because you're not so, um, how would you call it, apprehensive mm-hmm. to, like, accepting it. Yes. So it's just, he's he's here all the time. When I started dating Johnny, he was not a believer at all. And mm-hmm. I had a very weird experience with his mom. And I said, was your middle name, like your nickname, JJ? And he got goosebumps. He's like, what? Are you one of those six sense people? You talk to dead people, you freak? Like, get out of my car. <laughs> but, like, there were so many little things that, like, gave him confirmation that now, yeah. like, he really believed, like, Mommy, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to plant more sunflowers for you, things like that. Aww. But before we got engaged, he proposed to me on Mother's Day, and he went up to Jersey and went to my dad's grave and asked him for my hand. Oh, I'm sorry, I get so emotional all the time. Yeah. But I had a dream about it. Like, <gasps> after the fact, he didn't tell me he did it. And I went to, the, like, the bedroom. I was like, hey, did you go to his grave and did you say this, that, and the third? He goes, he told you? That was supposed to be between us. Like, he knows. Like, he knows that Bob is always with him. He goes, Bob, I know, I know. She's a lot to handle. I know. (laughs) He, like, always talks to him, too. Yeah. He must have freaked when you were like, how did you know? No, he was freaked out completely. When we moved here, I did a 9-11 event locally, okay? And I had his uniform with me. Mm. It was his sergeant uniform. And I carry it like a comfort blanket to the yeah. events just because, you know, I had some guy come up to me and goes, excuse me, where'd you get that uniform? I go, my father's closet. Who are you? Like, <laughs> like who are you? And he's like, oh, nice to meet you. My name is so-and-so. Are you Bobby's daughter? And I was like, yes. He goes, your dad was my police academy instructor. I was with I was with them all on 9/11, and your dad did amazing things. He was the most amazing teacher ever. Started introducing me to all these people, and half of these people were retired Port Authority cops that knew him. What oh. are the chances that I move nearly to like 2,000 plus miles away? And all these people have come to this little area of Florida. Like, this isn't on 95, like, where they all go to Miami and, you know, Broward County. This is, like, a whole other section of Florida. And it's like, what are the chances? 
what are the chances? And that that guy particularly was there that day. Yes. And that they all knew him, that all these people knew him and knew and that, like that was they, it. That was it them. for me. And I don't really wow. like correct people when they say I look like him because yeah. ironically, I, you know, I make face expressions like him. When you're yeah. raised by someone, you start picking up their mannerisms and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And he goes, yeah. "Look, you have his face." I go, "I have his chins." That's about it. <laughs> Because he's he was he wasn't the like a husky guy. He you know he ran the police academy. He can't be out of shape for that. But he couldn't get rid of his double chins, and it's the same with me. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> it's the chin. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh my god, you are too. You are so funny. You're too much. You're just like him. I feel it. A lot of people say that. Yeah. (laughs) And I take it as a compliment. Yeah. I know my personality isn't for everyone, and it's it's a lot for some people to handle, but what can I, like, what can I do? It's just who I am. I'm not for everybody, and that's okay. Yeah, nobody is for everybody, and you just have Mm -hmm. to be you, who you were born to be, and that's, that's it. I love it. Oh, I'm so happy we connected. I'm so happy we are friends on social now, and... Where can everyone find you on social media? I have Instagram and Instagram only. If you see okay. me anywhere else, report them their frauds. I am on Instagram, <laughs> and it's Spilt Juice Boxes. Can you tell I'm a mom? But it's spelled S-P-I-L-T. I will yep. link it here. And you you feature a lot of, like, I love your Dollar Tree, like, everything you get. Dollar Tree is, like, my favorite store. Um, my big thing is budget. Do everything on a budget. More bang for your buck. I get that from him too. Yeah. Like we, we were on a tight budget, and he did a lot of DIYs himself and Home Depot. And now I'm, I'm basically the female him. I'm there all the time. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I love seeing the transformation, and I love seeing like what you can do. You're so creative. And um, yeah, everyone should follow you. Is there also anything um, or anything like you would want people to like learn more about? The one, the one charity that I absolutely love that started with 9-11 is Tuesday's Children. Okay. They have done so much for mental health support for trauma. And now that we're all older and adults, they support military families that have gone through loss. And they actually came down to Florida for the 2018 Stoneman Douglas shooting. They gave Mm. free trauma and grief support there. And they're just an amazing, amazing charity to look into. And I'm going to link them. Give them a look. I'm going to link them. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And I can't thank you enough. Enjoy the rest of the day. You too. Thank you so much for listening. To learn more about this podcast, visit the Instagram page at Signs from the Other Side Pod and the Facebook group called Believers in Signs. Just search Believers in Signs on Facebook and be sure to answer the three membership questions. Thank you again for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe in Apple Podcasts and share this episode with anyone who is also interested in these types of stories. I am Fern Rone and Sweet Dreams. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.